This time of year, our skin gets so dry, especially for those of us who live in cold climates. So I couldn't live without One Earth Body Care. Their Skin Fix, which is great for your entire body. It's a thick, wonderful salve. You can rub it in your hands to soften it, and it makes your skin amazing. There's a day and night facial oil, which I use every day and night, and it really, really has helped my skin. There's a sleep balm that is also a salve consistency that has lavender and other things to help you relax. Of course, my all-time favorite is their natural deodorant because I am no longer smelly. If you've got a baby, they've got a baby butt saver. The other thing that has completely transformed my hair is their shampoo and conditioner bars. They've got Skin Fix for Pets, which has helped my glue stop eating his paws all the time or nibbling on them. And of course, they also have a pet shampoo bar. Please check them out at OneEarthBodyCare.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Health Power. If you listen to this show, you know I have a daughter on the autism spectrum. She also has ADHD and anxiety. And we are huge fans of love on the spectrum. I mean, huge fans. And when season two came out, I fell in love with Lise and her son, Connor. They blew me away and she blew me away. I think she should write a book on how to have good communication, but not just a neurodivergent child, but for everybody. So Lise, now Lise, is it Menard? So that, uh, so my, my married last name is Smith. Um, Menard was my maiden name, like to, to like my maiden name. Okay, so I'm going to introduce you as Lise. I'm going to bring you in. I'm so excited. Hi, Lise. Hi, Lisa. So before we jump into the nitty gritty, I want to say to people, if you haven't seen Love on the Spectrum season two, the one in America, go and watch it and then come back because I was so taken with the way Lise communicated with her wonderful son, Connor, that I'm going to give a lot of stuff away. So go watch it, but do come back. And before we jump into the show, I just want to, I really want to talk to Lise about some of the things, you know, that, that happened along the way with Connor, what were some of the early signs? When did he get diagnosed and all that good stuff? So Lise, how was, how old was Connor when he was diagnosed with autism? So interest, interesting story. Connor was five. Um, I will be very honest with you. I started having suspicions about his behavior at 18 months to two years old. By his second birthday, actually, it was the day of his second birthday. I I knew um, his um, my Connor's dad is English, um, mm. and that's where a lot of the British stuff comes from. And ah. um, his parents had flown over from England to celebrate his second birthday. Obviously, he was the first grandchild. We were really excited. Um, we all went into his room with balloons, cake. First thing in the morning, I mean, we don't know, and we all just started singing. And he woke up screaming and covering his ears and had a meltdown. And I just so excited to be a mom. And I was so excited. It was my first son's second birthday. And it just sucked. That sucked. That that was his reaction. Right. And um, we all kind of backed off and, but we didn't know why he was doing it. So I knew it second, second birthday. I'm like, this is, I don't think we were like this bunch of scary monsters. We were his family with balloons and cake and singing. Right. It was the singing. Later, I realized the happy birthday song is a huge trigger, kind of even today. Yes. Um, probably from that day. No, I but, get that. Um, My daughter doesn't like it either. Do not yeah. sing happy birthday. No. Do not do it. <laughs> um, so anyway, long story short, at two, I had suspicions. I then went on a mission to get him diagnosed. Sidebar, I was sure. trained to work with autistic kids. I was working at a facility oh, wow. in Western, uh, in, in Massachusetts, um, with autistic kids in an early intervention room. I then moved to Miami and I did home-based therapy with autistic kids before I ever had kids before I was oh, ever wow. married. And it was what I did in my early marriage. I recognized behavior. So he was toe walking. Right. I don't know if you know what that is. Yep. Walking yeah. on the tippy toes. Yep. He was, um, sensory, like the, yes. the happy birthday song. He was lining up his toys yep. in a very systematic way. And we couldn't interrupt the lining up because I was tr- trained and I didn't have seen these things, but I would go and intentionally sort of disrupt the lining up and he fell apart. Yes. He then, um, he was doing a lot of delayed echolalia and scripting. He, we would watch Bob the Builder and four hours later at dinner, he was running the episode perfectly with everybody's accents and their lines. It, it, wow. Yeah. So, so I was seeing things and my husband, Connor's dad at the time was telling me 
I think you see that because that's the kids that you were used to working with. Ugh, I think you think so hard. this. I think so fissures stress on a marriage with special needs people is real. Oh, because yes, there was, definitely. The fissure was starting there because he, yes. um, and then I went on a quest by myself to, for three years, it took me three years and I took him to Boston Children's Hospital, neurology. They said he was fine because he was looking at me and talking to me. This is, oh. you know, the early, late nineties, early two thousands. Right. Um, I was taking, I, I couldn't get help. We then transferred to Atlanta and with my husband's job. And I happened to be at the pediatrician's office in Atlanta with my twins, Connor's younger siblings, uh, one of which is the sister you'll see in the show. The twin brother didn't want to participate, which was fine. Oh. Um, they had ear infections and Connor was walking on his toes because I was a mom at home. I had him. Oh, yeah. Talking to himself in a circle, and we were talking about the twins' ear infections. And I nudged the pediatrician. I said, "Does that look okay to you?" And she said, "No." Wow. And I said, Thank you. Help me. And we got referrals, and he got diagnosed. But he was five, five, and I don't care that I had been trained in it. I don't care that I was very aware of kind of what these children presented like or could be like, and they're beautiful. Oh, yeah. um, that was my baby and my world photo upside down. Absolutely. And and I want to go back to something about the, the cake because and the birthday, because I think we're taught as parents, we shouldn't be disappointed. You just have to go. But that's a big disappointment. That was a letdown for you. And I think we need to feel that and have it validated. Another kind of twist and turn in our sure. lives. I had a lot of fertility issues. I mm. had a lot of fertility issues. I had multiple miscarriages. I'm sorry. Um, Connor was literally so prayed and wanted and we wanted him so bad. And I, I, I was probably pouring so much into him and I was so happy to be a mom that thank you for saying that. Cause I did. I mean, he was, it, it was a lot of hopes and dreams of what it was going to be like. Exactly. And uh, I didn't expect that. I dedicated my life to autistic children and I've taught them and I was respite for parents who needed a break. This right. isn't, this isn't fair. I worked yes. hard and I've had miscarriages. Wait a minute. I, I, I'm now that parent. And I, and I was having my own selfish meltdown. I'm going to admit this and I, I may get, in, I don't think it's selfish trouble. Uh, you know, people have all, you know how it is, but yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. That's how I felt. And I was grieving. I saw yes. in my mind and you got to admit, I'm a, average American <laughs> mom, I, in my mind, I saw a little quarterback football helmet, a baseball player I saw. And now I had a kid at playgroup who was picking the bark off the trees, talking to himself. Yeah. Yeah. It, one couldn't, of the things, yeah. Yep. Couldn't play. Yeah. I do think we, it's hard. Cause I know like society makes us feel like we're selfish for having these feelings, but you're not. And I wasn't. I couldn't go to play groups because Lila would get so overstimulated by everything. And then she would just be up all night crying. She couldn't sleep. Every, she took in everything. So yeah. we were very isolated. We lived next door to kids who'd be up till nine o'clock at night in the summer playing outside. Yeah. And I, I would cry. You I, know, that jealousy. I have cried with you. I've cried those tears. Right. I call them the normals. I was like, I hate the normals. I'm so <laughs> jealous of the normals, you know? Well, and, does, and I don't know, does Lila have siblings or? No, she's okay. an only. So she didn't sleep to the two, night till she was six. I'm like, we're not having any more. Yeah. Well, for me to have, and I had the twins, obviously I have fertility treatments. I was very upfront about that. So then, we, right. you know, two years later, Connor was not diagnosed, but we were still, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It was, right. Behaviors were there. It, he was Connor. And yes. we were dealing with a lot of stuff. I had the twins, I had him. Um, And then little surprise on the end was Jack. And yeah. um, so it became just overwhelming too, because I had three neurotypical children underneath. I don't know. Wow. That needed stuff. Right. And they were loud and doing, and uh, you can't really kick them out of the house because he can't handle what's going on. It, it's just, um, it was, it was very, very hard on my first marriage. And as a result, um, and it's not his fault. I mean, good Lord, we don't blame each other, but sure, it was real. It was very real. Um, they also, there's statistics about, couples that have multiples like twins or triplets or even more that stresses. So we double dipped on everything. We had the oh, yeah. kid, we had the twins and then we had 
another oh. one. And um, as a result, it just, it didn't, you know, 2007, that marriage ended sadly. And uh, I became a single mom with that <laughs> situation, yeah. four of them. Oh um, my gosh. That's so much. And the Did divorce, you have family support or friends? Thank support? God. I have the best family and my sister, my mother, my dad flew down from Maine. My dad lives in Maine and oh. my mom and sister are here in the Metro Atlanta area with me. They were incredible, amazing friends. So I survived. It was yes. very hard. Um, an autistic child going through a divorce, heartbreaking. Um, he was throwing up every night, so much so because I had to work and do other things. I had to ask the babysitter. Sorry if this grosses people out. Oh, no, no, no. More pasta or pizza because I can't clean the sauce off the rug anymore. He oh. was puking every night. He wanted his dad. I mean, that was very hard. Oh, um, but sure. I don't know. I think sometimes I feel like on the show, I see myself, I can't tell if I come off abrasive, but we had no. to be tough around here. We had to be tough and we had to circle wagons. And yes. um, I, I created a very, it was my mission to have a very tight family of five, me yes. and the four kids. So, yeah, no, I mean, I thought you had such a great balance. I didn't think you were tough. I, I think you were direct, but you let him have his space to answer the questions. And I want to get into that shortly. Sure. Once he got the diagnosis, did you, were you able to do some different ther occupational therapies oh, or yeah. other things? Yeah. So we started too. running into everything you possibly could do. I mean, you know, it's so overwhelming. Yes. Um, and I, I kind of had some familiarity with it all, but then I also had started to have this emotion of, I Wasted three years. I knew it too. He was autistic. Nobody supported me. I was angry at my husband. Oh, I yeah. was angry at the doctors who let me down that I had brought him to. I felt like I had burned three years of intervention that I felt were critical for him. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I threw away his life. And I'll never forget some fantastic psychologists here in the Metro Atlanta area. Um, can I say anything? Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Please do. Dr. Lisa Chayette looked at me. We were working with her. And she looked at me and she said, Lise, the brain is not a cracked egg. He's not a done deal at five. Right. Calm down. Like, you got mm. this. We'll help him. And when she said that, she goes, stroke patients can rehab back. The brain is not a cracked egg. So parents out there, I want you to hear that because that helped yes. me so much. I kicked myself for not trusting my gut, for not fighting harder, for taking my bat and ball and going home when I told he was okay. And I was yeah. thinking that. If that happens to you, don't look at them. Look at them now. I, I I can't even believe. But we did. Oh gosh, we did PT, OT. I was doing the brushing, sensory, um, language stuff. We did some social thinking stuff. Uh, we we did lots and lots of um, interventions and therapies. Obviously, when the divorce happened, some of that blew up because right. finances blew up, and my I became so a full time expensive. working mom. And I didn't have the time to run around and just look after him. Um, so life happened. But we we did. Yeah. We jumped in and helped him with, I think we overdid it with things. Do you? I mean, it sounds, I mean, he's doing great. And yeah, you're, you know, I almost <laughs> just think almost like we overscheduled him. Like, oh, right. We're going to do everything. <laughs> um, and yeah, plus then tough. at home, I took it really serious. I started to try to do what I used to do with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really hard, especially when you don't get that valid. Oh, you know what I mean? In their office. And I like, mean, that's crazy. Do we not see this? And then she's like, well, he's looking at me and talking to me. She's like, get out of my office. I have real kids, kids with real problems to see. And I was like, oh, my God. I was God. in Boston. And I just, I was like, and then I'll be honest, my husband yeah. started to think like I had almost Munchausen. And he's like, I think you want him to be autistic. I think you're, oh, my God. I think you're, and, I, and he almost made me feel like I was, yes. The I mean, it, it, it became a real, Point between him and I. Um, so yeah, I, I say, I see. And I think in the, in, in the early two thousands, I feel like at that time, and I'm going off memory, which is foggy at 52, which I am. Um, <laughs> he autism were more the, when they were getting that diagnosis, it was more of the nonverbal, more affected children. Yes. Okay. He's looking and talking. Uh, you're not checking a box. You're out. Right. You know, and it, you're right. And so it was frustrating. I remember actually feeling 
nervous during the day about just when he would script before his diagnosis, sick to my stomach. I'm like, why, why is he doing that if he's not autistic, you know, or why, you know, and just, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't, he didn't need me or anybody to enjoy himself. Yeah. He didn't want to experience share with us at all. There was just, he was on his own island and on his own road. And he, if you wanted to experience share with him on his terms, sure. Oh yeah. But if you interrupted it or you weren't part pink, he was going to be just fine without you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so challenging. And I just admire you because to have four kids, I mean, I was barely hanging on with one. And I was alone for five Five years, was it? Oh, seven to 12. Yeah, to minimum 12. Five years. Um, oh my gosh. It was rough. Yeah. It was rough. Oh. I mean, that's why I saw something online, which I'm not, I shouldn't be liking, where people are like making comments about what kind of houses we have or what kind of moms they pick for the show. And like, oh, yeah, they pick people who are upper middle class who can spend time doing their Botox. I almost lost <gasps> this house to bankruptcy. I've never had a shot of Botox. I was a single mom working my tail off, coming that home. awful. You know, I mean, you know, people say stuff. But I, what I found it funny is I, gosh, I wish people really knew our story. I mean, you're seeing that story and the story's about Connor as it should Exactly. Be. Yes. But please know it was, we've, you know, Connor's had to deal with a lot in his personal life alongside oh, of having this diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. I want to jump into that. In the show, you talked about how he was so badly bullied in eighth grade. You had to pull him out. Did you, um, did you end up having to homeschool or did you oh, find a better situation? It's going to sound crazy. I'm just going to tell how it went. I mean, I was a sure. single mom still. Connor was right. in eighth grade, middle school. I had just met his stepdad, Tony. We were early days, not going to lie. Um, yeah. And he, we were going through this and, um, it was bad. And, and what, well, only down the most was the school and the way they handled it. It just, oh, yeah. it didn't, they weren't helping me or him. And I finally yanked him and we ended up, I was a single mom, barely making, literally barely making ends meet. Um, I didn't really know what I was going to do, but I had to work. I couldn't homeschool him. That was not an option. No. Here's this guy I just met early days. And he, Tony, paid for him to go to private school for a year. That's fantastic. I, I mean, I was thinking, what if this guy and I break up? Like, I'll just deal with whatever. We've picked ourselves up before, but I was like, anyway, he was amazing. And he stepped in and he did that. And he was just like, no, we got, can we tell we're going to do this. And we did, we put him in a little private school. Everybody, you know, he would help me drive him there. I had a babysitter. Oh we got him gosh. there to and from. Um, and it, I would say academically probably wasn't the best choice. Um, I, I just didn't know much. I didn't have a lot of time to research things. This sounds terrible. I sound like a terrible mom. No, just, not at all. I had four kids I was trying to feed and I had Survive. to work. I found the school. I was like, okay. Academically, he completely regressed. He was never been strong in math. But yeah, socially and emotionally, it was a gift. Oh. And I don't regret it because we saved him. Yeah. From what with the battering he was taking emotionally and about himself. And and if nothing else, math be damned, I oh, saved yeah. him. I saved his esteem, his psyche, his confidence, you know, what we could do for him and his anxiety. So yeah. when taking the yes. W there, we took Dumb. the L in academics. So what <laughs> we did was we decided let's try high school because everyone said middle school, elementary middle is pretty tough. Yes. I, I said, okay, we can't I can't keep School and right. <laughs> let's try high school. Let's try the public high school. And I heard that the high school, Connor will tell you his four years of high school were the best years of his life. Really? Yeah. Yes. Do I wow. think that people, because a lot of stuff goes like this sometimes with him. Do yeah. I think there's probably people who weren't always being nice to him, but he didn't read the room? Yes. I think that happened. Did he not read the room? Yes. Was that okay for him? It worked. So Connor loved high school. He fondly remembers high school. Oh, that's fantastic. We just got a tutor from eighth grade to ninth grade to that summer. We got a tutor and we upped his academics and he had a wonderful four years. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. You know, but it was bad. And the school and the administrators let me down. Oh yeah. They didn't help us. 
I'm so sorry. That is such a familiar story. We tried to fight to get the elementary school to pay for a private school and they wouldn't pay for it. They would only pay for the bus. We're like, this is insane. Like anyway, and now she's at a senior and for the first time in her life, and she's at another private school. She has friends. There's a bunch of autistic kids there, ADHD kids there, anxiety kids, you know, just all the stuff. And she went to a school dance last night. And everyone's like, wow, oh, oh, she comes home. Oh, she she's mom, I'm popular, you know. Connor was supposed to, like, if he had traveled on his regular path, would have, should have graduated in 2017. Okay. But we did keep him back in the elementary level. And yeah. we, because we really were, we were dreading middle. So we kind of pushed him back one year and part that was a hard decision is like, Hey, do we, the kids who have known and loved on them since preschool right. are about to go to middle. They are the ones that accept him. Do we, do we send him knowing he's not ready or do we just oh. take a chance on this kit class behind him and keep him in the level we think he needs to be at? But, Oh my gosh, are these kids going to like him? Cause they don't know him. Exactly. And it was a gamble. But we chose we chose to stay away from middle school as quick as we could, as as long as we could. Is Connor T out there? Do you want to come say hello to Miss Lisa? Hello. Hi, Connor. Oh my God. Hi. I my daughter Lila. She's also on the spectrum. Really? We loved you so much, and your mom, and the way you interact, and just your whole family. The vibe is. And your dog. In a nutshell, there's who I was before and who I am now. And who would you say you were before and who who would you say you are now? Some uh, lonely and experienced guy who hardly ever got out of the house who would rather be sitting on his butt all day playing video games. <laughs> but that's that's who I was. And now what what's the evolution been? Well, the evolution's been... I've been getting out more, getting myself some experience, reading again. That's wonderful. Yes, friendship. Yes. And I enjoy your YouTube channel too. Oh, Oh, you've seen Car Rides with Connor? I do. Well, I love facts. I love learning things. As Lila's like, Mom, did you know this or that? And I love things about dogs and I love things about healthy living. That's kind of my two. And I love nature and hiking and things like that. Me road raging or. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we should get some books on, on good yeah. tips for mental health. Yeah. Yes. I'm very big on mental health as well. These yeah. things, they come along with autism, right? They do. And we feel them. We, we hey, definitely hey. do. Yeah, we yeah. do. Hold on one second. I'm going to get her. Oh, Here, I'm so happy to see her. Come on in. Hi. Hi, Lila. Hi, Lila. Oh, nice to meet you. Oh, oh she's got friends over. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello, nice to meet you. And that's Thanks Connor. For- as you know. I really enjoyed watching you on Love on the Spectrum. Thanks. I like your sword collection. I have Thank a wooden you. I have a wooden sword hanging in my room with like a bunch well, of windmills. <laughs> uh, I don't suppose you watching the show is what in, inspired you to put out yourself out there and don't suppose it's how you and your girlfriend met. I mean, I watched a show a while back, but um, actually, oh. I, I met my girlfriend when she was working in Whole Foods, actually. Like, she was working in a grocery ah. store. The funny thing is, like, she actually asked my mom for my number because, like, she was too nervous to ask me. And then we uh, just started that, going I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> just heard you had your two-year anniversary. Right, so. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Hopefully, Connor will find love so, someday. Uh, yeah, but yes. Um, if you don't mind me asking, what's her name? Ash. Yeah, yeah, full name. I don't suppose you... Watch the series The Dragon Prince by any chance? I do. I actually love that show. Isn't that one oh, of your favorites? Oh, you do. Yeah, you I also um, I also love Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? I am myself. I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Would yeah. you say you've seen all the movies, watched all the ser- the seasons of The Dragon Prince? I have watched all the seasons of The Dragon Prince, and uh, um, I have also watched the all three Lord of the Rings movies. Although I haven't seen The Hobbit, I still need to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, listen to this, Lila. The woman who does the voice for Rayla sent Connor a voice note on Instagram. Well, a friend. Oh, I oh, love Rayla. I want her to be my bestie. She gave us a voice note. And then we had the one of the animators' fiance messaged us on TikTok. So we are so excited about this. I mean, I mean if Verity Haas, Haas or Justin <laughs> Richmond, the creators of the show called I'd be like, whoa. No, I think this awesome. would happen, Lila. <laughs> His brain would explode. Do we? 
I know, I know. Well, I'm glad you guys have so much in You're common. You're acting how I'm thinking. Yeah. Each other's Instagrams. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Actually, have your mom text me your Instagram and we'll follow you guys. Yeah. Right. Cool. Awesome. Perfect. It's so fun to meet you and say hi to your yeah. friends in the back. New friend. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is Luke. This is Luke. And this is Camila. What's up? Hi, Luke, Camilo. <laughs> nice to meet you all. Have a great day. All right. Yeah, I'll take care. Right? What was yeah, I gotta yeah, hear what they were saying? I couldn't hear them. We're talking about the dragon prince. Oh my god, Lila's obsessed with the dragon prince. Oh, Rayla sent them a voicemail. Rayla, you guys a voice. Are you kidding? Rayla. But she does not have a Scottish accent. Uh, well, she is of Scottish heritage, but she's Canadian. And then I was telling Lila that one of the animators of the show, his fiance, messaged me. So she got excited at that, too. Connor's like there. You saw on the show where he talks about what if this this had a baby and that had a baby, then it'd be the Yes, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I lost well, track of all of that when he was telling <laughs> She's a nice yeah, person. Super fun. Yeah, super I love fun. her little her little tisms. That's oh, that makes them. me so happy. That's what she calls them. She's like, I've got the tism. Connor does what? this like, can I tell her what you do? Your I, little pan. Yeah, it, I do it when I get fashionably excited. <laughs> we we all try to like copy it and we, we can't do it. Well, Connor, it was it was an honor to meet you. It was really mine. was. Thank you. So I'm going to jump into some of the things that I was thinking sure. about. Of course. So one of the things, there was a a scene where he was, uh, you know, at a dating, his first dating experience. It was a speed dating. Yes. And he got really anxious and he yeah. called you on the phone. Yeah. And just the way that you were saying to him, his feelings are normal. He's not finding the one tonight. He's just meeting new t- people. You told him to take deep breaths. And you just, you had this communication that was direct, but supportive and warm and really calmed him. And I just, I was just so, un- both Lila and I were like, wow, she's amazing. You write a book. You were amazing. You were so, it really struck us. Funny. Yeah. Well- I think I came out of the womb talking in full. I'm just, I'm a natural <laughs> communicator. I love to talk. Yeah. I work in sales. As you know, I sell granite <laughs> countertops. Um, I love people. I, I, yeah, me I too. am so social. I, I love to be around people. I love to meet new people. I want to, I want to know about you, what's going on. Yeah. And um, so communication, I don't, I just think I was born with it. I don't, I, I don't know that I took a class or I'm just, I am a talker. Yeah. Um, and I love to be around people. So obviously this is my son. I love him at another level. Um, I don't know. I feel like we, in, in my family, we are very straight shooters. All of us with each other. We, we call each other out. We love hard. We play hard, but I feel like we feel each other. And I'll be honest. I had never seen Connor have a panic attack like that. I, I almost can't watch that scene. I cry every time. I mean, I, getting emotional. Think about it because I've never seen that fear in his eyes. When he was little, he had outbursts right. of transitions, tantrums, things like that. Panic. He's anxious. So this is going to sound, he is an anxious kid. I've never seen him have a panic attack. So when the director phoned me, they were almost panicking. And they're like, we don't really know what to do with him right now. Um, he's having a full on panic. Has he ever had a panic attack? And I was like, oh, wow. I actually... The reason I wasn't even in the vicinity that particular night, my husband and I had tickets to see something in Atlanta at the Fox Theater, Tina, the musical about Tina Turner. So we had a date planned and um, we were at the Fox Theater watching the show uh, in the afternoon. And we were at my stepdaughter's birthday party in Atlanta that evening when they called me. So I was about an hour, a good hour from him. My daughter was in the vicinity. But they called me. And so they're like, I said, honestly, I've never seen them have a panic attack. And they almost didn't believe me. I'm like, I, I mean it. So oh, when he got okay. on the phone and I heard his voice, I was like, okay, stop the press. Just, we got to, I got to feel, I got to, we just got to connect and calm down. And the only way I personally calm down is by taking deep breaths and feeling like yeah. oxygen. So that's where I was trying to get him to breathe. Then I was just like, could just talk to me like it's a normal conversation. What's going on? What, tell me about Sasha. Yeah. And I, he gets very triggered. I think you see it at the breakfast scene and you see yes. it in this scene. If I get excited. Yes. Yes. yes he doesn't like that. that. Lila, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Sh- I need to pop. I need to. Sh- and that's sh- hard for us. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, <gasps> so I yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, he's like, for the love of God, don't get excited right now. I think he was putting me in it. When I right. say that I flipped, I went into mama bear. Right. And so, um, that's, I guess just that I, I think we're all connected to her. I think you could look at Lila and know something oh, yeah. doesn't feel good today. You're right. There are hearts walking oh, around yes. outside of us. So oh, yeah. all, all four of mine, I mean, Last night, another son of mine, I, I came home from work and I was like, something's wrong. What's up? Nothing. I'm fine. You're not. Yeah. You know, you just feel your kid. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm but, even more impressed. I, I Sorry. that. Yeah. I thought that was like a common thing because you handled it so I've well. never seen him have a panic. See, that's I, I even more I honestly thought impressive. I was going to have to get in the car and drive up an hour oh. to get him. Oh, my gosh. Never, ever have I ever seen him. Today. Now, that phone call was edited. It was a lot longer. Oh, okay. Connor relate and they probably had to do it because I picked a movie. You hear Connor do a lot of movie stuff. I think yeah. Connor's TV and movies. That's his yes. comfort. Um, I started in that phone call. They edit it. You only hear the last part of what I say. <laughs> I wonder if it came out. I said, okay, Connor. I said, um, what we're going to do right now, take some breaths. I said, remember Rocky? Remember Rocky running through the streets of Philadelphia, getting ready for his fight? And he's like, yeah, I said, we're running. You and me, we're in the streets of Philly. And we did a virtual. So I said, okay, Connor, I see the stairs. Do you see this? He's like, yeah, I see the stairs. I was like, let's get up the stairs, Connor. Punch in the air. We're Rocky. We're Rocky. So we got to the top. I said, we're at the top, Connor. What are we doing? Arms up. He's like, yes. And I'll get your ass back in there. And he's like, oh, they showed that. They they they, they did not. They cut out me running them through the streets of Philly. Oh man! I, I mean, I, you mentioned the power of love. I remember that. And um, Huey back Lewis, to the future. Back yes. to the future. Yes. Like, if you want to get, I feel like Connor is so socially doesn't know. You know, and the other thing I thought about, and actually, I didn't think about it. I'm not. I'm not going to take the credit for this. Is a TikTok oh. comment this morning when I was in bed looking at them. Somebody mentioned, and I don't know where which TikTok it was. Hey, can you imagine if Connor doesn't have friends, which she doesn't really, how hard it is for someone who doesn't even have the basic culture of like living in a friendship with someone to then right. throw them into the dating world. Usually you have friends and you know how to navigate those relationships exactly. and then you go to the next level as a kid and as he didn't. So we yeah. took them from, hey, you don't even have a friendship relationship experience, but hey, let's throw you in the deep end of the pool, have fun swimming. Oh, that makes you know, a lot so of sense. If yeah. you think about that, there was an extra layer of panic of, I don't even have the interpersonal skills of a friendship going on. I think Connor watches TVs and movies and takes context clues on yeah. how to be with people. Right. So when I have to sue them out, I pick a movie because I'm like, that that's where he's like, oh, that's how they handled it. Right. Right. Yeah. So he uses, I think he, so that's why he uses a lot of movie lines with people mm-hmm. because I think that's how he thinks like, Okay, I saw that worked for them in that situation. I'm going to pull it. Yeah, no, I think that's really makes a lot of sense. And you know, you when the next day, and this you know, when you were talking about when he was like, "Knock it off, mom," you know, or "Don't even get excited." You were so great because you know the woman called from the speed dating to say he had a match. I'm and so happy. I would have been. Yeah, see, I'm. I just feel like we have a lot in common because I would have been like, "Oh my god," and Lila would be like, "Mom, it's like, stop it." He's stop, always yeah. She's always like, "You always jump ahead. Just stop it." You know. Um. <laughs> And you just, you let, you said such a great thing about that. Uh, you know, he was saying that he was feeling uneasy. You talked to him about breathing. He really reiterated that he has never had dates. He's having new feelings. I like that because again, I mean, you just mentioned it with the friend thing, right? If he's not used to that, of course, he's going to be like, oh my God, did I pick the right person? Should I picked her? Why did I not pick the other one? Cause she didn't like nature. I mean, yeah. it's a lot going on, but you handled it so well. Really? Well, I think what I had to do in that moment, because filming was not easy. I mean, no, I they, they showed some really beautiful stuff. We had a lot of days. Uh, there were two or three times we had to walk out and walk the cul-de-sac because he was losing it. Um, he went on the driveway because it was too much. He went on the screen porch. You see him on my screen porch watching Transformers because he and the director's like, hey, let's just let him. Let's go yeah. follow him and meet him where he's at. Like, let right. him go watch the show. Because a lot of it was like, hey, just we're here now. Be you. And we're like, oh, wow. Stand in our kitchen and stare at each other like this, but okay. <laughs> um, so, um, so finally, I think when we, we all kind of got used to it, but at the breakfast thing, I saw him about to trigger. And I was like, that's when I was like, read the room, Connor, look at all the faces around you. We're not 
Yeah. I'm like, can you take a second? Cause he also has a hard time reading the room. Right. So, and now he, it's one of his phrases and he'll <laughs> look at me when he's getting upset with me. He's like, mom, read the room. <laughs> well, I'd love to know how you even got involved. I mean, oh, I obviously, yeah, I loved, and I love Jennifer, by the way. And I want to toot my own horn a little bit. So I started uh, my radio show, Health Power, I mean, Health Power, excuse me, It's Your Health back in 2009. Okay. And I was the first person to ever interview Jennifer Cook uh, about her work in autism. I was the first like interview ever. And then yes. now she's just like a superstar. Yeah. And I, that made me feel really good. So anyway, I love Jennifer. Yes, you d- yeah, take that, put that in that column. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is a cool story. I have watched the show since 2019. I don't know if the algorithms on my Netflix, because of what I like to watch, it was like, it came up as something I might like right? way back then. So I watched, loved, love, still love Michael. Michael, I I rewatched some of him yesterday, by the way. I love him so much. I loved, and Michael's mom. I loved her. And I would would be starstruck if I had that. But we were watching, and I made Connor, once I saw Michael's story, I'm like, because I felt like if there's an Australian version of Connor, it's me, it's kind of Michael. So yes. I was like, Hey, come here, watch this guy. Sit down, Connor. Do you? And he's like, huh. And then he was like, well done, Michael. Good for you. Go for it, man. And he was cheering Michael on from, oh, from our couch. Yes. And um, I was like, do you ever feel like this? And he's like, sometimes. And so it kicked off some dialogue in our house, never really did anything with it. Then they had the second season of Australia. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking, oh, God, I want to connect with Jody Rogers. I wish I could find oh, her. Yeah. She's awesome. Then I said, I wish they would do an American version. Lo and behold, here comes U.S. season, you know, the U.S. season. And I was so happy we had American kids on. Awesome. Never thought anything about it. My younger son, Jack, who's on the show, oh, he's tweeted Kean. And he said, Connor and I started a really silly YouTube channel. I'm not here to plug it. We have a little channel. It started because I drive him to work every morning. I learn a, a new fact. I learn every day something new. It's like riding around with Google. It's amazing. <laughs> so I'm just, and it's usually like before seven and I'm at coffee and it's a lot coming at me before I'm caffeinated. Um, I would go home and I would go and tell my coworkers and they're like, you need to write this stuff down. This is amazing. If you know me, I'm not going to write and I'm not going to yeah. read. I don't like to do it. So I said, <laughs> I'll make a YouTube channel. It'll be fun for us, for family members literally silly. The first episode, my phone's in the cup holder. You're looking up our noses. I mean, it's it's (laughs) amateur hour on on 10. So my son dropped our YouTube channel link in the tweet to Kian, the director. Well, that was in May. In September, he comes running down the hallway. He tweeted me back. He tweeted me back. And I was like, he's the younger brother. He likes to, I was like, Cut the shit, Jack. Stop winding everybody up. You know, ha, you know, he's right. like, I'm not lying. So that was it. It started. We got into contact with Northern Pictures. They had us on some Zoom calls. Um, it, it, I mean, it was a giggle at first. We thought it was funny. Like, oh, we're resuming with Australia. How fun. Yeah. Never, never, ever, ever thought we'd get picked. And it wasn't until... They, they switched us to some LA producers with Zooms. And then the LA producer said, the director Kean wants to come see your, visit you at your house. And I was like, like Kean, Australian Kean, Kean O'Cleary, <laughs> like my house. <laughs> so then we kind of put, I said, Hey, I got to talk to the family. That's when I stopped. And it was like, this is going to be global exposure. Yeah. We want to do that to our huge. family. We want to do that to him. So we really had to talk with him. I pulled in his dad, pulled in our family. Um, and really it was Connor who made the decision. We were going to support him. Yes or no. Right. We were going to be there. You want to do this? We'll go out for you. We'll go. This team is behind you, but it was Connor who decided. And he said, let's go for it. Wow. Is, I, I, is he happy with his decision? Yes. Um, Good. You know, I it thought was I hard. So. Yes. yes. Even though it was hard, it was, um, he is. He's he's a different he's a different guy. He's so confident. Oh my god. He must get so many people messaging him on it's Instagram and 
Like we went to bed Thursday night. He had 106 followers on Instagram. I, I don't know. I think he's at almost 30K, 30,000 in a week. He's so likable. He's so, and he's really handsome. Your whole family is like gorgeous. Like you walked out of a catalog or something. Oh my gosh. We all, my, oh, my daughter is like, (laughs) she's like, oh my God, mom, her daughter is so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) We will be very flattered. Tell Lila. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say uh, my younger two kids are getting uh, some interest. We we just didn't foresee. I've actually gotten some weird messages. I'm like, my husband is on the show. (laughs) I'm so glad. So is that opening up like friendships for him or even um, online, like texting friendships or yeah, Instagram, so you know, I don't, you know, I want to be super careful. Like mom, mom bear is here. Right, 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 right. You know, um, True. so um, I'm not going to lie. the siblings, uh, Anna and Jack and myself, we are watching this stuff. Connor sees all your messages. Um, he does. We just, okay. cause there, I'll be honest. There has, there has been some mean stuff and some inappropriate really? stuff. So what is wrong with people? God, that. And I mean, come for me all day long. He's what do they, what do you, what? No, He's, I mean. I'm so sorry. It's, 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 it's not people very nice. Are awful. It's, been, it's been little. It's been okay, very, good, there's good, like, good, good. I can count on one hand, but um, in comparison to the love, the love's been amazing. But good. so Anna, Jack and I filter. Okay. And protect. And so, and then we have him, we ask him the questions and we answer and help him. But so he is so, he's so amazed that people like him. And he actually said to his sister, well, I guess the whole world loves me. I can check that off my backup list. <laughs> That's awesome. It is like, true. Was the whole world liking you on your bucket list? <laughs> I know, really. That's a lot. That's a, that's a tall order. Has he, I guess my hope is that he's heard from other young so people on the spectrum. He said, listen, and I related or. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, so other people on the spectrum. Um, actually, people who went to high school with him are trying to message him, which is kind of sweet. Um, other cast members. We are actually going to meet Tanner in two weeks. Oh, gosh, Tanner. So, so we, sweet. Um, we live near Tanner, a, a couple hours away. Nice. But we're going to go have a whole a lunch. And oh. um, so the connection of Tanner, I think James in Boston. Oh, oh my I gosh, love James. James and Connor would be buds. Um, and well, so, you have a place to stay if you want to come oh, this way. Cool. Honeyest, I'm not just saying that. Oh my God. My, yeah. My daughter wants to meet Connor. She wants to meet James. We'd love to meet Michael, but he's, you know, in Australia. I know. Um, I want to meet Michael too. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Abby's mom was like, David is like, be patient, Abby. I love that. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, she's like, and it's not coming from Christine. It's coming from her man. And I love yes. that. So See, that makes cool. such a big difference. Because when I tell Lila something, uh-uh. But when her partner tells her something, she'll like, it, you know, try to take received. a deep, take a deep yeah. breath. Mom, if you tell me to take a deep breath, I'm not going to get take a deep breath. I'm just going to get more annoyed and anxious. Okay. And then her yeah. girlfriend's, Lila, take, okay. And I was like, Sarah, nope. Josh, <laughs> at least yeah. she's doing it. You know, yeah, it has to come from somebody else. It's hard being the mom. It's real. so hard being the mom. I mean, God, we just like Disney. Every, we get blamed for everything. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I, so where we are now, and it's not a spoiler or anything, is Connor oh, and sure. Emily have decided to be friends. Oh, okay. Um, I was wondering. And it, it kind of came mutually. I mean, Bar, uh, Barb is Emily's mom. She kind of reached out to me, uh, you know, I think right before Christmas and said, hey, you know, Emily is enjoying Connor, but I think it's more of a friendship for her. And Connor had already expressed that to me. And um, Connor was like, I need to call her. Like, I called Sasha. I was like, well, no, because you guys never agreed to, like, be boyfriend or girlfriend. You were just get dating. I was like, right. I said to Emily's mom, listen, Barbara, this is a win. Because I think Emily's a star. She's fantastic. She's smart. She, She gives, she speaks in front of groups. She's fluent in Japanese. Um, wow. No, she's so cute. Girl, I love her. I love her freckles. I want to really her cute girl. She's so cute. Like she's I just, cute. She is. I love her and her, her little style with her crossover bag every time I yes. just, I dig it. Yeah. Um, so a huge Emily fan. So yeah, I would have loved for them to find a romantic spark, but guess what? I'm taking it as a win because they found a friendship spark. Exactly. She gets him out. She invited him to a Christmas party. 
We went oh, to that. that's great. They're going to go to a, a, a medieval times dinner. We're going to see oh. her tonight for a watch party along oh, with fun. Sasha. So we do have friends. So, but see, that's key. I would love this part. I would love, I want Clara. He's never had kids. He's probably going to kill me for saying that. Sorry. But I would love for him to get a kid. I know. Me too. I had a bad habit for a long time of like, I would be at the store and I'd bump into a mom and then they'd see their kid and, oh, their kid's on this part or their kid has ADHD. And I'd be like, Lila, you should meet this person because you got, Lila's like, mom, stop trying to make friends for me. Like, stop it. Just stop oh, it. Otter <laughs> called me a helicopter. So, you know. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, you know, what's funny, though, is I kind of butt in skied with her partner. So, muster short, she was working at Whole Foods. And I don't know. I just got this vibe whenever I saw her. She has something about her. And I just thought, I bet she and Lila would get along. So, I brought Lila into the store and I introduced them. And it was just a brief because she couldn't really. T- she was, you know, cash, you know, at the cashier. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. And then they saw each other a couple of times when we were shopping. And then like a month later, Ash saw me by her name's Ash by myself. And she said, do you think I could have Lila's number? And I was like, oh my God, but I did introduce them, but still I, you know, it's hard. See, I'm to- already doing it for Lila and I get that for this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it's uh, even with the guy that reminded me of Connor, you know, he had said to me that he and Lila had a great friendship going and then he said something about being attracted to her. And I ran with that. I'm like, well, if you're attracted to her, she, she, you, you, maybe you should date. And yeah. I just like, God, it's hard for us up. to stay in our lane, so especially when they aren't neurotypical and right. the scaffolding that Connor has needed to just do regular things. Mm-hmm. And, and the scaffolding that I provided for him to make academic achievements or social achievements that had nothing to do with romance, it's hard to say, okay, mom, scaffold, 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 help them intervene, you know, give them yes. intervention therapy, execute at home. And then all of a sudden we get to this stage of life and okay, yeah, stay in your lane. It's hard. It's really hard. Thank you. I know. Cause my but, husband would be but, like, but, what have you done? <laughs> oh, I know. But I have noticed like with Connor and Emily, even now, um, he had to make, we, we, we needed to make an adjustment to the date. They were going to go to medieval times because we had this mm-hmm. opportunity with Tanner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just ask her. And, yeah. you know, so, but, so I do need, I need to help him organize things and maybe sure. help him freeze. But then I back off. I'm like, yeah, you two take it from here and figure out your plans. Yeah. Because, but yeah, I don't it's care. Hard. You know, I'm a buttonski with the other three too. So whatever. <laughs> and I want to just say they are so fantastic. And just, I love the way they interact with Connor as well. They're I just think, wonderful. I think some of that came from those single mom years. Okay. Um, we have a tight family. I, honestly, I was my mom, my parents uh, modeled a tight family, my, my siblings, I think. But when the single mom years hit for me, um, it was like, okay, five of us gather. We are, I, our last, yeah. his last name, my last name was Tomlinson. I'm like, Tommy tribe of five. That was our nickname. That was our, right. that was our Wi-Fi network. That was everything. <laughs> it was like Tommy tribe of five. And I was like, listen, do we infight and get on each other's nerves and say things that, but the minute someone comes for the family, it's like wagons are circled and everybody's backs are, you know, we're yep. fighting for each other. Exactly. And that has been since minute one. And I think that kids, Anna and Ben being so close in the school years, especially when we held Connor back, they were one year apart. In high oh, school, okay. the twins have been very used to protecting him. And, you know, my daughter is amazing. Uh, yeah. She's not only brilliant, very smart, accomplished young woman, graduated with honors in, a, in her career. Um, wow. Stunningly gorgeous. Oh, um, yes. so, so yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, just amazing. The total package. She tells her boyfriend she has a boyfriend um she tells him you know i'm a package deal with him yeah i never I asked her to that. say that i never asked her to oh, take beautiful. connor when i couldn't anymore and then jack is like or ben is like well what makes you think she gets to have him and i'm like so you know because we're not gonna live <laughs> See, that's forever. not and i'm I like know. anna has said it's hard you know when there's no other i mean she's got cousins and you know, my it's, it sounds like she's got an amazing just, thing. She's a senior. She's got a girlfriend. She's got, you know, she's friends. popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took a long time though. But you know, what's hard too. And is that self-esteem piece? Like, you no, know, even though she's doing great now, mm-hmm. her self-esteem was so damaged in the early school years. How is Connor's self-esteem? How does that? Cause she's still like up and down. Um, honestly, 
he thinks a lot of himself. Um, <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, it's his. I think his. Honestly, I think his self-esteem is almost better. The best out of everyone in the family. I think it's confidence and anxiety that are his. Oh, okay. Monkeys on his back. I think. Right. Uh, it's he. The minute he feels uncomfortable, I think he said it in the show. Um, when I don't have rules or I don't have guidelines, I'm a boat without a rudder. Yes. And that. Yeah. That's when the fear and anxiety comes in. So in the confidence. So I think it's that, but in terms of self-esteem, he thinks he's a looker. He thinks he's he a catch. He, he, yeah, he I, I mean, I'm always like, but we've always told him, and when we, even when we told him he had autism and the way that came about, I'll tell you oh, quickly. Yes, please um, do. It was, he was in elementary school mm-hmm. and he was just being him. And we didn't tell him anything. He was in uh, fourth or fifth grade and the twins. The twins were, Jack was too little. The twins were starting to notice stuff that he wasn't like the other kids. So the twins came to me, I was a single mom, and they said, why does he act like that? What is wrong with him? Why does he, why doesn't he have this? Why does he do that? Do you notice that? Did you see that mom? Why does he do that? Oh, I've Um, seen it. You're like, so I took Connor because I thought I cannot tell these kids that Connor's autistic without telling Connor. That didn't feel right to me. Right. It didn't feel fair. So I got his dad and we were divorced and weren't on the best of terms at this point. But I said, got a parent together on this one. Yeah. Let's take Connor to breakfast, just the three of us. And let's tell Connor what's going on. Right. And I had already had it figured out in my mind what I wanted to say because I told him, um, I wanted him to feel empowered by it and not like you have autism, I didn't, or something was wrong, or he was had a right. disease, or so I didn't, because he would get, he could go that way quickly. Sure. So I said to him, um, we have a highway here in Metro Atlanta called 400. So I said to him, you know, Connor, um, your brain works differently than other people. And um, he's like, okay. And I said, do you know how we go to the pediatrician and we ride on 400? goes fast. And he's like, yeah. I said, so sometimes my brain or Anna and Ben's brain or dad's brain, our thoughts ride on 400. And he's like, yeah. I said, do you know, when we go to school, we take the back roads. But like, yeah, I said, sometimes your thoughts go on the country roads, but we all get where we want to go. We just take different ways or longer or whatever. And your brain just works different. That's how we said it. And we, and he looked at us and he goes, so it's like, I have a superpower. And I was like, oh, wow. Yes, you have a superpower. Now, how old yes, was he? Because that's the best description. Fourth or fifth grade, but he's he's always thinking movies, right? Right. So yeah. See, you think I have a superpower? I said, right. It is. So we told we made him <laughs> think. You know, I like yeah. So we never, as much as we our grieving was over, and we were now in acceptance mode, and we were like, gosh, this guy's actually bringing parts to our family. Yeah. He brings he brings a lens that none of us have. Yeah. And then fast forward now to twenty three. We're on a Zoom call with one of the producers um, for the show before we got picked. And the producer, Sean, who we love, 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 um, he said, Connor, how do you feel about being autistic? And he goes, I think autism is the next level of evolution. Wow. Basically, like, you're the model behind me. Exactly. Exactly. Self-esteem wise, I think he's good. It's confidence and anxiety that eat that boy alive. Can you yeah. tell her Connor says she's got a superpower? I will. <laughs> I, will. <laughs> I just wish that, I don't know, that kids weren't such jerks. They're so like, yeah. what is, no, it's just unbelievable. A lot of them suck. And a lot, it, it, and a lot of it's <laughs> yeah. the parents too. I mean, like yes. they just, you know, I don't, you know, the good news is, is like, I, I don't know what blessing I have, but like my kids tell me, I think everything, I feel comfortable saying they tell me everything because God knows they tell me things I wish I didn't know. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Milo's always like, mom, girl talk. And I'm like, I don't need every detail of your, mm. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, and I feel like I am one of their first phone calls, obviously when Connor was upset, when they're yes. down and, 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 and you know, yeah, I just think that, that there's just something to be said for that. So like, we just got to keep them close and walk it through. And yeah. honestly, I tell, I, I've experienced in the last week some some mean stuff online, and I'm so I've been reminded sorry. by friends. It's like you know, someone's bucket's got to be pretty empty, yeah, and they got to go pull from a full bucket, and you know, and so instead of being mean or biting on some of these comments that I've been getting, 
I've just sit back and like, I got to give this person some grace and I don't know where they're coming from in life. Yes. Do I have a moment behind the scenes where I'm like, Oh, um, but mm-hmm. then I, and some of my kids have helped ground me this week. They're like, mom, don't bite. Where are they coming from in life? Their life must be so bad that they have to come after you. Or oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. You just, you're something wrong with you. (laughs) I know. He is such a, oh my gosh, he's so fantastic. So do you you know, do you know if they're going to have a next season? Are you allowed to say? I do not know. I do not know that. No, I would love to get Lila and her partner involved as the couple that are together. I was thinking that, I don't know if they would do that with a gay couple. I mean, so, but I, but you know, they're so open. I love that on the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, everybody, there's so, it's a lot of fluidity in autism in terms of sexuality. I've noticed. Yes, there is. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, but it was funny because Connor had watched previous seasons and, you know, just as much as people are proud to be gay and, 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 and wear their sexuality and let people know, Connor yeah. did say to me when we were trying out for the show, he goes, you need to make sure he knows I like girls. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't want to go on a date with a guy. And I was like, okay, Connor. <laughs> We'll respect that. Oh my gosh. Well, the show is so phenomenal, Lise. I mean, you just, I feel, I mean, you, I'm just so happy because you guys were so incredible and you mean a lot to us. And I'm hoping that at some point we can all meet. I know Lila would, would really amazing. enjoy Connor. I will message you my cell phone. And yes, um, yes so you can have well, my cell phone. We're friends now. I'm assuming. We are friends. <laughs> and um, also thanks for reaching out to me because just, I, you know, we got picked for this for a reason and being oh, on yeah. the platform now, it, I'm so excited to shine a light, create awareness, love and tolerance. Just yes. Be nice to each other. Be kind. Look at these beautiful people on the spectrum and how truthful and caring they are. Yes. Why don't we all rip a page? Like I said to Jack in the show, you could take some notes. We all could take some notes. We all could take some notes. Absolutely. Before you go, I am going to ask you about Tony because I want to know about how you met. I love hearing how romance, no matter if it's neurotypical or not, I want to know. So honestly, um, I was obviously, again, a mom of four living in the suburbs. All my friends are married. I'm in like, I am genuinely just deep in the. I wasn't going to go slap some perfume on and sit at a bar. Right. It wasn't going to happen. So I actually was matched. And what happened was I was, it was one night and I was just sitting in bed and I was like, it it was such a, 2012 and I was on match and you could do this wink thing. You could just wink at somebody. So I was was like, I don't know. I must've had a a crazy day. I had a glass of wine and I went on this mass wink out and I was just (laughs) winking. Last wink out of 2012. I was like, I'm throwing a huge net. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink, 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 wink. So, I mean, I was kind of looking at them. I wasn't just winking at them, like, you know, Yeah. So I did this big mass winking, and Tony was in the winking mass. So he he took two weeks, that cheeky man, to message me back. So in my two weeks of the mass winking, I had gone out on a date or two, and it was a very nice man I had started to date, and I thought. I feel bad. I need to give this guy, you know, a chance. This guy that had right. responded to the mass winking, where Tony yeah. waited two weeks. How dare you? <laughs> so um, Tony then messaged me. I said, "Oh, that's very kind. Thanks for the interest. I've started to date this guy. I feel I should give him a chance." So Tony oh. said, "Listen, and this should have been a sign because it's so fitting. I'm only on here for the free trials." He said. <laughs> So I, I admire like within a day or two, oh here's my, my cell phone number, tuck it away. If it doesn't work out with this guy, I'd love to take you out to dinner. That's amazing. So I texted him, Hey, this is me, the girl from the thing. And, and I said, here's my number. Maybe we'll talk. And he said, he said to me, because the minute you texted me, he thought I got her. And oh he started just texting me funny things about the day. That's and here so I am trying to, go on just dates, dinner dates with this other guy. Right. And this other guy would just disappear throughout the week. Tony's making me laugh, texting, oh, how's your day? And then finally I was like, why am I giving my energy over here? This man is so interested. Yeah. So I ditched that guy and Yay. the rest was history. Oh my gosh. Well, I have to say, I, I was so taken with Tony as well. I mean, his interactions with Connor were also really beautiful. You know, I just, a lot of his were edited out. Oh, why'd they do that? Uh, I think that's a hard part. Oh, go ahead, though. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think I know why it was a hard Mm -hmm. part, but I think I know because we were talking about another girl that he matched with at the speed dating 
that oh. I think he wanted to go with. And that girl decided that it was too overwhelming. And a lot of the conversation Tony was in was around her. Oh, but because okay. Because that girl chose not to participate. I think they had to remove her that conversation from the show. But oh, man, Tony I had some it. solid gold gems with Connor in that. And oh, I was like, that. Tony is the is not getting enough credit. He's amazing with him. Wow. Tony would drive Connor some, to work and he'll call me. Do you know that dragon eggs explode underwater <laughs> to hatch? <laughs> now I do. So if somebody was had the chance to do uh, a reality show like this, because this to me is different. You know, Lila was telling her partner about it. who never heard of it. She's like, oh, it was a reality show. And I was like, not the way you're thinking, right? What is some advice? Because to have the cameras around and what, like, right. how do you prepare for that? I have, to, I have to do Cam Proud here. Cam does not like to call this a reality series. He Good. calls it a docu-series. That's because Kian yeah. wants to tell real stories about real people. He doesn't want people misbehaving. And, you know, right. he, and the biggest thing and the reason why I was drawn to this, and everybody has their own reasons why or, or, or why they do things. Right. The dignity and respect that is preserved for these individuals who participate. And that's Kian. That is yeah. all Kian. And, and that was the one thing I said why we would even entertain this because we are not going to be made to look like fools. No one is going to make my son look like a fool. Right. And his dignity and respect is going to stay intact. So one thing I would say is align. If you do, anybody wants to be on a show, make sure it aligns with who you are. Right. And if you are one of these girls who wants to wear a string bikini and take shots and do whatever you want to do, then you go do that. That's right. not the brand of this family. Right. But I would say, make sure it aligns with your values and that, you, and make, very sure you're comfortable that you'll be represented the way you want to be. Secondly, no control freaks allowed because once you get filmed, you are not, it's not up to us what they edit, what they show or what they say. And you got to just trust. Wow. Were you and that's surprised hard. when that you was saw hard. it? I had a few, I, bet. I oh, was, sorry, I kept, I think, I don't know how many times I messaged Kian or the Australian uh, line producer, Michelle, are you sure I don't look bad? Are you sure I don't? And I wasn't trying to make it about me. I was just so scared. I was going to look like this overbearing, no. crazy mom. And according on to the internet, I kind of do. But really, I don't um, see that. I've, I've gotten a couple of comments that. like that. Not a lot. Most of them have been amazing. So thank you, okay. everybody, for that. But oh, good. But you got to trust. Make sure it aligns with who you are. Make sure you feel comfortable. Okay. And then be you. We we don't know how to be. Anybody else, it's exactly. not scripted. People kept saying, oh, how did you know to say that? You must have been scripted. I'm not an actress. I hate reading and writing. If <laughs> I had to been told to say half of that, I would have forgot it. I would have flubbed it. Right. You know, just be you. No, be your authentic You can self. tell it's natural. You really can. I mean, anybody who thinks it's scripted, I don't know what they're thinking. Not this show. Love on the Spectrum is so flipping great. I, I love it. I hope they have another season. I do I just too, but I, I so know. Joy. I know. I'm just so glad you guys were in it and you're, you. you're such a gem. Is there anything that you wanted to add or touch on that we didn't touch on today? No, this was amazing. I just appreciate the platform. I, I am so grateful for you reaching out to me and inviting me. Um, thank you. And thank you for what you're doing and just all the best to Lila. And it is her superpower. And I really want her to know that. All right. I will tell her that. All right. Do you have any website or anything you want to share or your Instagram or people want to get in touch with you? And be um, nice. We don't have a website. We have nice, a YouTube channel. Trouble. It's called. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Be nice. Yes. Um, we have a car rides with Connor is our YouTube <gasps> channel. So please oh. go like and subscribe. It's oh, I will. super amateur. It is me and Connor and, and be nice because it's usually between 645 and 715 in the morning. So this girl, it's, it's all real. I look <laughs> like I do at that time of the morning. So um, and it's Connor and it's fun and enjoy that. But that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> so be sure to go to health power, hit subscribe. And Lisa is going to be coming on regularly soon. I'm so excited. I'm hoping we can get some of the other parents uh, from Love on the Spectrum if they want to come on. If you are out there and you have a child on the autism spectrum and you want to join us and have a conversation, let me know. The more, the merrier. And I think the other thing, including other parents and whoever other cast members, parents, if they want yes. to, which I am in touch with, it's just that we're all wearing the same t-shirt because I think a lot of times, even even if you are in a solid marriage or you have a solid partner with you on the journey, there's a lot of lonely, dark moments that come up. Oh, What's really sweet is we, 
you know, they caught us real, but I mean, I, there's some really lonely, dark moments where I question myself and I think I need to shine up the bad mom trophy and stick it on the mantle, you know, so I have those days. Yeah. We all have them. We all have them, but we're doing really well. And I think like a show like this of love on the spectrum or what we're talking about or my book, I needed that desperately. You know, my daughter's born in 2004 and they're just, it's not the same as it is now. Right. And especially, I mean, Connor's even older, right? So the resources really weren't there. Yeah. They weren't really there. And there was so many, there was times where I was so down. I literally thought I can't do this again tomorrow, but I have to, like, I just can't. Something has to give, but guess what? Nothing was giving. So in my darkest hours to have had hope, I needed something to make me realize like there is hope. Even there when you feel like hope. there's not. And 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 you're not alone. That to me, exactly. I don't know. I have this real issue with like feeling alone or or abandoned is a personal thing, but it, it's like to know I'm not alone. Um, and that there's fantastic moms like you out there next to me wearing this t-shirt. And that comforts me in in those dark hours. And also I feel like knowing there's resources and none of us have to figure it out by ourselves. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know what? And sometimes we're so close to it. We can't. Sometimes it's just having that lens of somebody outside saying, wait, maybe have you tried this or did you want to take a, a break or just that? Just yeah. being together. So I love the idea of co- including other parents. Yeah, I do too. Is there anything that you wanted to add or touch on that we didn't touch on today? No, this was amazing. I just appreciate the platform. I, I am so grateful for you reaching out to me and inviting me. Um, thank you. And thank you for what you're doing. And just all the best to Lila and it is her superpower. And I really want her to know that. All right. I will tell her that. All right. Do you have any website or anything you want to share or your Instagram or people want to get in touch with you? Um, be we nice. don't have a website. We have a nice, YouTube channel. It's called. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Be nice. Yes. Um, we have a car rides with Connor is our YouTube <gasps> channel. So please oh. go like and subscribe. It's oh, I will. super amateur. It is me and Connor and, and be nice. Cause it's, Usually between 6.45 and 7.15 in the morning. So this girl, it's it's all real. I look <laughs> like I do at that time of the morning. So um, and it's Connor and it's fun and enjoy that. But that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> oh, that sounds fantastic. All right, everybody keep coming back to Health Power five days a week. This has been so thrilling. I'm so excited. Everybody rate, review, subscribe. Keep coming back. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.